Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. everybody and welcome to the following on podcast. I'm Mark Nicholas here at the Kensington Oval where England had just won a famous victory in the first of the one day internationals against West Indies. They chased down 360, their highest ever run chase in a one day to take a 1-0 lead. But before all of that there was a fantastic performance by West Indies with the bat, not least from their superstar Chris Gale. Now balls and Gale chops it away, three point to bring up his century. The universe boss said he wanted to deliver. He said he wanted to put on a show for his home crowd. He said it would be the last time they would see him in one day internationals in the Caribbean. What a showman, what a showman. Gale power to the fore, but England had their match for him. England sparkled with Jason Roy. Start of the new over, Nurse goes in, and Jason Roy has just hit this dead straight, back over the bowler's head, and brings up his 100 with a six. 100 not out exactly, his second six, 13 fours as well, and it was dead straight back over the bowler's head. Jason Roy takes off his helmet, punches the air. England, 164 for one as Jason Roy brings up 100. Yes, Roy made 123 before Joe Root, the Test match captain, saw England home with a calm but also brilliant innings. Joe Root's on 98, here comes Jason Holder. He drives! He thick edges down a third man. The ball rolls over the boundary rope. Root punches his right fist. Now he removes his helmet to acknowledge the crowd. A lovely controlled innings by England's test match captain. The brightest smile on his face. Ruffled hair. A proud England cricket team and a very proud Joe Rudy holds the helmet aloft to celebrate a fine hundred. You're listening to Following On. Goffey, what do you think they're doing out here? There's watering 
of the, of the square. A lot of ground staff out here. Do you think they'll use that same pitch again or the one next door to it? Oh, I think they, uh, they've got to surely use the same one. It looks an absolute belter. Um, I mean, it's just got better as the day went on. I mean, it's been fantastic for batting. It's been a carnival of runs. This uh, Every single spectator will leave here, whether you're a West Indian fan, well, you'd be slightly disappointed. But what a day for viewing. Sixers galore, will record sixes, and then the way Jason Roy came out and absolutely butchered the West Indian uh, attack. You've got Ossian Thomas bowling at just under 94 miles an hour, and they're playing him like he was bowling at 75 miles an hour. Fantastic, fantastic performance from England. Can't praise them enough. Well, hear, hear to all of that. I, I, funny enough, I wonder if they won't use the pitch next door. It looks just as flat, by the way. The great thing about preparing pitches over here, the weather's so good, you know what you're getting. Weather forecasts, are, weather forecasts are very accurate. So what they do is they water it and roll it, and come Friday morning, with this climate, it'll be a beauty again. So they don't have to worry too much. Uh, probably be another high-scoring game. How much shock will there be in the West Indies camp to have made 360 and been well beaten? Well, listen... I said before, this West Indies side are a good side. They're England's best 11 play today, right? The West Indies have probably got three or four people missing from their best 11. And they can take huge strides thinking, do you know something, we got 360. We could have probably got a little bit more. Uh, we could have got probably a little bit more. Chris Gale wasted a lot of deliveries, but it still it was a fine 100. If someone gets 135, you expect them to be on the winning side. And then when the ball, the, and the, the way they fielded the West Indies, that needs improvement. The fielding was average, and some of the bowling wasn't at its best. I think Ossian Thomas tried to bowl too quickly. He tired too quickly, and he didn't get it right. Ball with too much width. Carlos Brathwaite bowled too many wides, too many extras in, in the side for him. But England, let's not take any credit away from England. The way they play today is why they are number one in the world. That's not arrogance, like some people might think it is. That is a performance from a team who never had any doubt they were going to chase down 361. OK, go, Batty, you up there, Gareth Batty? Yep, I'm here, man. Look, you made a really good point, I thought, before play about the fact that England are already ready for the World Cup. They could start the World Cup tomorrow and, and they're at the peak of their performance. But you said each day they're working on something different to improve. What would you have said about today's performance that could be improved? Um, drop catches aren't, aren't, aren't ideal. Um, the training I saw, the fielding the other day, I mean, England were electric. They were trying to catch balls that you normally very easily catch two-handed, catching them one-handed because they think the release is quicker one-handed. You're straight into your throwing technique, so you're going to break down the the, uh, the bands on the, on the TV screens. You watch them in the nets, and every single player has great skill, but they're trying to expand on that skill. So if it's uh, Jason Roy who hits it a long way down the ground, he's maybe working on something where he can flip it over fine leg because they'll have to have long on and long off every single one of them is trying to add skills um, I know Tom Curran obviously is a Surrey boy but he's got very good slower balls back of the hand but he's working on something like a wobble slower ball now everybody's trying to get better one they want to get into the team for some of them and the others want to stay in the team so it's just a, a very healthy and brilliant culture all right, thank you, Bats. Uh, I've got Jason Holder with me now, smiling. Uh, a, a long, hard day. Uh, difficult when you make 360 to not win, I would think. Yeah, um, very tough, you know, but credit to our batters. I thought we batted really well. Just the second half of the game, we probably a little scrappy. You know, obviously, we're a little down in the field, drop a few chances, and, you know, it's still a little off par with, with, with our bowling as well. Too many boundary balls and um, uh, lots of bad balls in between as well. Some inexperience, in fairness, amongst your bowling attack. You're missing a couple of key guys. Yeah, definitely some inexperience there, but no excuse. 
I just think our execution with the ball wasn't as good as possible and yeah, we just put on a few chances which really cost us in the end. Jesse, you're always looking for perfection as a team, as England are in one day cricket. We know why they're number one in the world. You've seen that today. But do you think you could have squeezed a few more runs out even? You got 360. It's a massive score. But do you think you left a few out there? It's hard to say, you know. I think at, at the beginning of the game, you asked, you asked if, you, what, if you would take 360, you'd probably say yes. So I don't think it's a case with the batters. I can't fault the batters. I thought the batters did an outstanding job. You know, we just didn't back them up with the, with the ball. You know, we let ourselves down with a few missed chances in the field. And it cost us, you know. We can't drop good players and players who are very, very aggressive. And did you expect it to be that flat? Because that was flat. I mean, 23 sixes in an innings is a lot. Yeah, normally both plays around here at Kensington Novel. So, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's a... A bit of a norm here um, in white ball cricket, but you know, having said that, you know, we, we contributed contributed to a few of the loose deliveries, and you know, we just didn't really get our, our lines and lengths right. Remarkable striking by Chris Gale today. How is he? Because he's hobbling, and we're worried about Friday. Yeah, um, I guess a little wear and tear there after the innings, and you know, um, hopefully he should be alright for Friday. Um, I'm not exactly sure was it was the extent of his injury, but you know, hopefully he'll be, he'll be good to go on Friday. And in general, what will you ask of your guys then? In, in, you've only got what, a day, basically. What, what will you ask them? Well, if you look back at the game, there are lots of positives, you know. Um, you know, getting 360. I felt the bowlers went well in patches. I think I thought Bishop came back really, really well, and he looked like a threatening wicket taker, you know, which, which is what we ask of him. Um, and now, how we taking the chance, you know, who knows how the game would have gone. So, we definitely got to improve on our fielding, and you know, hopefully, once we do that, you know, we should be in the best stead. And just quickly, you've got to give credit about actually to England the way they batted. Jason Roy up top was absolutely superb. That's as good an innings as I've seen. Yeah, absolutely outstanding. You know, we know the nature of the way he plays. He's very, very aggressive. You know, um, he played the shots that it came off. You know, we put him down as well. So you just can't do that to, to good players. You know, and England are the number one side for a reason. And these guys, you know, bat very, very deep. Great. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it very much. Thank you, Jason. Now, whether we'll get Owen Morgan before the official ceremony begins, we might. You know which would be great because we're kind of ready to go, Goffey. He's chatting to uh, another one of the broadcasters uh, out here at the moment. <laughs> be a happy boy, won't he, Owen Morgan? Of course he will. And I think even Owen Morgan, the way he came out um, and batted as well, I mean, that is so pleasing uh, to see when your captain as well comes out and you see him in form because he can be a bit patchy, Owen, at times. And I think in the Sri Lanka, he was magnificent and he's come out here the way he batted today and pushed the ball around and, and he hits the ball as hard as anyone in the mm. team. You want, to get People always look at the big hitters like Jason Roy and Ben Stokes and Joss Butler, but Owen Morgan hits the ball as hard as anyone in that team. He does, yeah. In fact, I, I was impressed with Bester at the beginning as well. Yep. Um, there were some excellent partnerships. I think something sort of a 90 partnership, a couple of hundred partnerships. Um, so that, you know, England got a lot right. We talk, don't we, in cricket, we talk, there's sort of some cliched things and one of them is batting partnerships, <laughs> you know. But, but it's important that you work with each other. And I thought there was a period towards the last sort of third of Jason Roy's innings where he looked a bit tired and you could see Joe Root talking to him. They were working together to keep making life. What's the most difficult thing for a bowling side? Not taking a wicket. That's the hardest thing, isn't it? And he tried to make sure of that. Well, you're always looking for someone, aren't you, to take a wicket. If you're a bowler out there and the pitch is flat, and I remember standing on the boundary and the spinner's on you thinking, just come on, buy us a wicket here, get one caught on the edge or do something brilliant. Make one turn past the right-hander if you're a left-arm spinner going away from that right-handed batsman. It's always a pleasure to see that. But today, they just didn't look like it. The West Indies, like I said, they put a few catches down, but England were so dominant with the bat. 
they were fantastic. And we've said this for a while now. They're in a good position. England are going to keep improving. They're not the finished article yet. They can even get better. And Owen Morgan is one of them people as a captain who keeps saying, doesn't it, they're always looking to improve. You can improve every single game. And I still believe this England team can get better. Well, they've just done that by the most successful run chase of, of, of all English there you go. So there, there's a start. There's an improvement just like that. The highest score they've ever chased against the highest score made by West Indies uh, in, in a one-day one international against England. So all, all in all, you know, there's a few little records set. Now, one thing, Goffey, I've noticed two captains out here, but I haven't noticed a man of the match. So you and I, before we look, knows, we won't look behind us and look at the dressing rooms, but who, who would you have as man of the match? Because there's three choices, aren't there? Yeah, there is three choices, and uh, but it has to go as one in the winning team. So without doubt for me, it's Jason Roy. He took the game, I mean, chasing 360, uh, well, needing 361 to win, and the way he came out and played, that was just an unbelievable hundred. He played shots all around the ground. And this is why people are talking about him now. I know we're in the one-day series and we can't look too far ahead. We've got this series, got Pakistan, we've got a World Cup. But the Ashes are just around the corner. And we've got a guy who opens in international cricket and he does it very, very well. And he's used to opening the batting in international cricket. And that's going to be the message that goes out. Let me tell you over the next two or three weeks while we're here in the West Indies, Jason Roy to open the batting next year. What about to bat at three? He well, bats at three for Surrey, averages 40 in county cricket. People think that he hasn't done enough in county cricket. Averages 40. Missed a bit of last season because of that hand injury. Well, we still need someone to open them then, don't we? So well, we, yeah, we, we, we're down to the situation where Rory Burns will probably, at this moment, it depends how he plays next year, will probably keep his place, but we need someone to open with him. And I think Jason Roy will be that man, or unless... As you said, there's a possibility he could back three, but listen, Joe Denley put his hand up. Joe Denley was fantastic in, in St. Lucia in the second innings. I'm not saying he'd be my ideal choice, choice, but he put his hand up. And that's all you can do as a player. All you can do is score runs and take wickets and give yourself a chance of being selected. Yeah, well, you, you and I are James Vince men as well. So we'd have, we are. We'd have, I'm a Jason Roy man. We'd have them both in the England yep. top three without any doubt at all. Um, maybe Rory Burns is, is the other one. I, I doubt that's a certainty, though. Um, anyway, it's a very difficult set of circumstances, but they're not really the centre of our conversations at the moment. It's one-day cricket and the World Cup, which comes before the Ashes. There's no test match. It's the first test match against Ireland, which is after the end of the World Cup. It's in mid-July. It's a sort of precursor to the Ashes. A great thing, too, for Ireland to be playing a test match at Laws. What an achievement that is. That hasn't been really focused on either. The fact that Ireland are going to be there and they're such a, a special country and a, a, a special team, too. They play with so much heart, so that's going to be a great occasion. Uh, Jason Hold has done his bit. I still don't see any sign of a a guy who's been chosen as the player of the match out here. Um, it's, it's almost like Jason Roy's disappeared off the planet because the player of the match check is in the hand of the man who's presenting it. Um, ah, well, okay, there's something happening in uh, the physiotherapy department or, ah, oh, it's random drug testing. That's nothing, don't think that's an accusation of any sort. This happens in, in uh, international cricket all around the world all the time, random, picked out of a pot and you have to have that test straight after the game. And the name that's been picked out of the, the pot today is, is Jason Roy. So he's not out here to receive his award. It's been received on his behalf by Owen Morgan, the England captain, who's now being interviewed for television and then will come over to be interviewed by us. And here is Jason Roy, actually. Um, there's not going to be a presentation. Maybe he can come and talk to us. I'd like to, I'd like to talk to Jason. He played well. He 
Uh, he, deserves, he deserves the man of the match. He was absolutely excellent today. Some great striking of a cricket ball. Um, and like I say, when you're chasing such a big total like that, the way Jason Roy came out and stood up, he played some wonderful, wonderful shots. And he's been, he's, had a, he's, he's been playing this winter, so he's been active, he's been getting some runs in, he's been great in the field, playing in the Bangladesh Cricket League. He's actually come out here, he had a practice game and got a fine 100. And today, some of that striking, Mark, was just out of this world. It was superb. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Well, he's now, <laughs> it's quite a funny scene here, really. There's a little collection of people, sort of administrative people, and a few other radio people and a few other TV people. And nobody quite knows if, if because that check has now been presented to Owen Morgan, will Jason go back and uh, have an interview with Darren Ganga, who's conducting the interviews for TV? No one quite knows, so he doesn't then come and he looked at us a bit meekly as if to say I want to come and talk to you but I think I've got to go over to TV and now um, that's where he's heading so uh, the interview with Morgan continues on this beautiful uh, Barbados evening the warmth in Barbados you know that the temperature in Barbados never really moves much between 28 and 31 every day of the year sometimes the humidity changes sometimes the winds come in sometimes the rains but the temperature 28 to 31 don't worry it's the first thing i do on the morning i check the temperature and i've noticed that yeah. since i've been here in the tony caribbean Cozier told me that years ago the great tony cozier surely the greatest of all broadcaster writer combinations both television radio and 
a great writer too. And there's a stand here, the Media Center, is named after Coppin and Cozy, media men, and Peter Short, the great administrator and president of Barbados for so long. In fact, Hampshire, a lot of the players that came to Hampshire from Barbados came entirely because of Peter Short's recommendation. He was a great figure. He, had a, he was a white West Indian and he had a bushy, lots of white hair swept back and then this wonderful bushy upturned moustache, very sort of old colonial style. And it's always good when those guys speak with that strong Bayesian accent too. It always makes me giggle a bit. So Tony Cozier, yeah, one of the, one of the greats. Um, and other than that, on the ground, we've got Chris Wokes, who's with the security. I don't know what Wokes he's been doing, but I wonder how Wokes he is. I wonder if he's, a, he's, uh, he's run inside. We can't have a word with him. So we're not quite getting the interviews we wanted. So, oh, uh, well, hang on. He's uh, Owen Morgan now, uh, I think, will be available to talk to us. Yes, because Jason Roy is going up to have a chat with Darren Ganga. So hopefully we can have a, a word with... Uh, here's Reg, the security. He's, he's the man. Reg never misses. Reg is in charge of security. Here comes uh, Owen Morgan. We're glad to get him. <laughs> He's got a big smile on his face. Um, lots to enjoy today. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, we were put on the, on the big pressure with the ball, uh, probably more so after about 20 overs and then on through the end of our innings. I thought up until about 20, we, we held the West Indies at bay. We didn't manage to get many breakthroughs. We created a couple of chances in which we didn't take, which is disappointing. Um, but I think the bowlers did a good job up until then. Uh, the next 15 overs sort of got a, away from us a little bit. The West Indies came out and played really positive, aggressive cricket and used a short boundary to good effect. And for a long time during their innings, looked like they were going to get somewhere between 380 and 400, which would have really stretched a run chase for us. So for somebody like Adil Rashid to come on at the end, this end and bowl a long spell, an effective spell, halting their progression. Chris Wokes and, uh, and, and Ben Stokes taking on the responsibility of the short side as well, really put us in, in the game chasing 360. So you think in, uh, in summary you, you handle dealing with the pressure you were put under well? Yeah, I think so. I think the position that the West Indies found themselves in was a, a commanding one and uh, they probably didn't make the most of it. I think if, if, if they did, they, like I said, they probably would have got close to 400. Um, they so I, I get your point. In, in other words, had we not done, it would have been the 400 run chase. Yeah, and when you get a ball striker like Chris Gale, it's very difficult, isn't it? No matter who you are, because he's got so many abilities, power and touch. He's, he, he's quite something, even on half a leg, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he is. I think the, probably one of his you know, strongest attributes as like facing an, an opposition bowling attack is he, sometimes he hits your best ball for six. And that to take as a bowler, Goffey will vouch for that. That's a very difficult situation to be in. You have to be honest enough with yourself to say, you know what, he's played well there and go back and try and bowl your best ball again. And actually, I thought the first up, Mark Wood and Chris Wilkes bowled beautifully to him. Lots of slower balls, lots of wobble seams, especially from Chris Wilkes. So I thought they got it spot on up top. You must have been highly pleased with that. Yeah, very pleased. Um, the two of them coming in, Mark off the back of the Test Match Series and Chris after a few niggles the last few weeks. I think he, the two of them have been brilliant for us in the past and it's, it's great to see them get us off to a start today that sets the tone for the game thanks Owen well played today mate absolutely superb great to see Owen Morgan great to see Jason Roy I have to tell you if you don't mind me that was a beautiful innings <laughs> that was good fun I really enjoyed that one um, that'll be up there with one of my favourites for sure uh, it was uh, especially after they walked off the pitch they had their shoulders up obviously fair enough 360 is a daunting total and um, I, mean, I just looked to get off to a good start and then just ride the wave a bit
Yeah, very clean ball striking. It was good fun, yeah, thanks very much. He's not gonna, he's a bit <laughs> well, too modest for me. <laughs> well, do you know something though, the pitch, I mean, yeah. the 360 is obviously a yeah. decent pitch and we saw Chris Gale um, hit some wonderful shots down the yeah. ground, but when you get out there to bat, after facing probably a few balls, did you think, oh, if I get in on here, I'm gonna play some wonderful shots? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he owes me a couple of beers, I think, um, dropping him on, on nine or something like that, whatever it was, but, um, it was unbelievable striking. It was incredible to watch. Uh, he's done that far too many times that I, than I like, if I'm honest with you. But um, knew it was a good wicket. I knew it was a good wicket. We didn't bowl badly at all, they, and they just struck it so clean. Lightning outfield through this side of the, the pitch with the wind helping that. And, um, and yeah, it's a, it's a great chase, but we've got to go again on Friday. Yep. Well, you've gone again since the practice game. Uh, it's yeah. benefited you playing some 2020 cricket. So you, you're, you're in, Nick. I mean, you know, there's a real opportunity here, isn't there, for England to have a glorious tour of the Caribbean? Absolutely. I mean, well, we've, we've started extremely well, haven't we? So there's no reason why we can't carry on. We, we've got to have a quick turnaround for Friday, get the boys in the pool or in the sea and stretch and, and nice and professional and all that. And uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, go again Friday. Well, the only thing is, I mean, uh, you could joke a, a bit about it when you're on air, but some of the batting that were to come was going to be exciting as well. So we reckon if you were chasing 400, you, Owen Morgan said it might have just stretched it, but I think you might have cruised to 400 on there today as well. <laughs> that would have been a push. That would have been a push, I think. But yeah, with our, with our batters, with um, with Joss and, and Moat still to come, Stokes is still to fire. It was just, yeah. I mean, we know extreme, We know the world is our oyster, but keep our feet on the ground and we've got to keep improving. One other question. It was a hot day, very hot day. Yeah. You looked a little tired. Is that a fair comment at the end of your innings? Uh, yeah, I was, I was tired, yeah. I mean, I'd fielded 50 overs, running long on to long on for <laughs> 20 overs. Um, got off the field, uh, a bit of a rub, a bit of a stretch, and put my feet up for a, for a while. Um, but felt good, felt fine. I mean, I got to 120 and I didn't feel any, any issues. The only issue was... was I had to put away the sweep shot a bit earlier than I probably should did, but uh, we, we could see Joe. We could <laughs> Joe coming down and coming and saying, "Oh, enough, enough, said, enough, enough." Yeah, yeah, I said that to him. I was like, "I better put that away today, mate." And and I did. And the next ball, I got out, so that wasn't good. <laughs> we loved it. Well done. Thanks for your time. Cool. No worries. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Superb. Not brilliant. Oh, what a player, Jason mm. Roy. Hey, terrific. Okay, Goffey, we've got a couple of minutes to wrap things up today. The fact is that a remarkable day in Barbados that began with a record score by West Indies, a record number of sixes, 23, all-time record in one-day cricket, was chased down by England, their highest ever winning run chase in a one-day international that tells us this is a side not just to be reckoned with, but a side that can be very hard to beat by anybody, anywhere, anytime. Yeah, I mean, on the day, I mean, that's why the number one team in the world. And, and like I say, I'll go back to it again. It's not arrogance. It's a fantastic performance from England. There's so much confidence in that side. The way they play, they all know each other's role in the team. Bairstow and Roy, to get them off, hopefully, to a flyer with aggressive play, hitting over the top and anything with throw the kitchen sink at it you got Joe Root you can see him there he just knocks the ball around and run a ball and just build and lets everyone else play the shots around him the Ben Stokes the Josh Butler the Owen Morgan the Moeen Alley but let's like I say let's give some credit to West Indies we undermined um, what they were going to do in the test series they were excellent but I still think they've got a lot more to come, the West Indies. They'll learn from this defeat today. They made a few mistakes in the field. They didn't get it right with their bowling plans to some of the England batsmen. And when they were batting, they've got to get a lot more be run better between the wickets. So they can improve. And they've got three or four players, when they're all fit, who are going to come into their starting eleven. I'll tell you what, watch out for the West Indies. They might just surprise a few come the World Cup. Yeah, when those quick bowlers are back, the Roaches and, and the Gabriels,
Wales and people. Mm. I think you have the Joseph. I think you have a, a very, very reasonable point. Well, listen, all we can tell you is we're lucky people to do the job that we do. We follow a game we love and occasionally we can look around us and we can smell the roses because this is a great cricket ground. We're in Barbados, a ground that has just about everything steeped in history, surrounded by names like Worrell, Weeks and Walcott, Joel Garner and Malcolm Marshall, Sir Garfield Sobers, Wes Hall and Charlie Griffith, Gordon Greenwich and Desmond Haynes. These are great cricketers. Today we've seen a great performance by England. We're back with you at 2.25 on Friday, the second of the ODIs from Barbados. Until then, England have pulled off a famous win here in Barbados and a 1-0 up in the series. Thanks for listening to Following On. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider so you never miss an episode. Goodbye from all of us at the Kensington Oval. On debut, John Campbell has just planted Chris Wokes into the Greenwich and Haynes stand. Wokes bowls again. That one might be out, might it? Oh, it is out. Would you believe it? He's pulled it flat and hard, so John Campbell has to go. He's on his way now, right arm over, Chris Gale swings hard at this one, gets a leading edge, loops up into the offside, and Jason Roy drops it! How significant could that be? Here is Moeen again, down the wicket, oh that's gone enormous! That's gone straight over the commentary box, it's landed on the roof above us! <laughs> welcome back, and whoop, off it goes! Plunkett will go into the left-handed Chris Gale, who hits another bomb! I've been around this business for 53 years. I have never, ever seen anything like that. Here goes Plunkett again. Oh! Into the arm, and Gale's got underneath this one. This isn't hitting the roof of the stand. It's miles over it. Not only the universe, boss. He's the bomb squad, boss. Cruise ship people are diving into the water. They're just running for cover. Oh, it's a leading edge. Down towards Rashida, third man. Takes the catch. A metre inside the boundary. Balls and Gale chops it away. Three points when he bats like this Chris Gale everybody wants to sit and admire final ball of the 41st over Bravo swings this into the next side this is like the home run derby in baseball <laughs> Stokes again now lovely approach to the crease good rhythm on him Ben Stokes has done it he's got rid of Chris Gale and West Indies set the all time record Rashid Vols oh they can yes they can don't worry about that 23 of them in 50 overs. West Indies make it to 360. Edge gone, caught a short third man. Excellent catch from Darren Bravo. Brilliant, memorable 100 from Jason Roy. He's made 123 from 85 balls. Then again, slog sweep from Morgan. All the way. It's been getting boring now. I'm sick of seeing sixes. I never thought I'd You've say... You've had enough. I've had enough. Driven in the air to mid-off and very well caught by Jason Holder. Owen Morgan shakes his head. He drives. He thick edges down to third man. The ball rolls over the boundary rope. Root punches his right fist. He holds the helmet aloft to celebrate a fine hundred. Holder storms in now. Bowls a, a good ball to square leg, it goes, and he's hit it to the boundary to win the match. It's the third biggest chase in ODI history. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism, and this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. 
With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 